Oh, happy Good Friday. It is Edge Radio Australia. Malloy with you. And I've got this fella called Wayne across the other side. We normally, of course, do our little relationship show yesterday, but uh, we thought, hey, it's Easter. Why not drag ourselves in? Well, Easter, you know, it's part of the whole process, you know. Exactly. Good to see you, mate. Great Thank to you. see you. Now, uh, we're going to talk about relationships. Um, this is actually probably incredibly timely, really, because... Well, a lot of couples and a lot of families are going to mm-hmm. spend four days together. <laughs> they do. They do. And so, yes. Go on. I was just going to say, I was <laughs> going to chuck in that even though this isn't our normal day, mm. it's an indicator of how relationships should be. You've got to be flexible. You You've got to do. be able to move things around. This and, is true. Yeah. This is true. Oh, geez, mate. Nice. Yeah. Well, I like nice. Jess, nice. Nice. He's good at this. <laughs> Hey, um, all right. Now, I um, I get a lot from these shows, and quite frankly, I'm getting some great feedback. I'm really enjoying that. Um, Good. Uh, uh, some from some great feedback, some terrible feedback, and the terrible feedback is coming from my own girlfriend. Going, well, why don't you do that? Why? <laughs> come on, jeez, why aren't you learning? Mm. Well, look, I'm a work in progress. That's all. I can aren't say. we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> so, mate, what have we got to uh, talk about this week? Okay, so last time I mentioned. Um, a book that I had read. Now, Mm -hmm. I've read a lot of books about relationships and conflict and all this sort of thing. And they've all given me insight Mm -hmm. to some degree as to how to view relationships or dating or interacting with humans or whatever it is. Yep. So the ones that have had a a fairly big impact and given me insight, I thought now and then I'd explore. Sure. Just so people can see what I got out of them and what they can get out of them. So the book I've got this time is um, from a book called Managing Anger by Gail Lindenfield. Oh, good old Gail. Yes, come. That's it. Now it's, a <laughs> <laughs> now, it's conflict's always one thing that's always been something that I did really well. Okay, okay. In other words, not in a good <laughs> way. So I, I went all out with my exes. Oh, you're so um, well. You're spe- really especially my second wife. Yeah. We, were, we were very good at doing it. Well, you know, hey, look, if you're going to be good, okay, be exceptional. Yeah, unfortunately, it was at the opposite end of the spectrum. (laughs) So there was lots of argument and tension and stress, and neither of us really needed it. However, it gave me a good insight as to what not to do. Mm. So, and, and you know what? So much of learning about anything in life is learning not what rather not to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So this particular conflict that I had with my ex-wife, mm-hmm. when I came across this book, I was like, ah, this is a bit of me in some of these. So right. it gave me insight of how I did it and how she did it. And yep. I could also look at other people and go, ah, that's what they're they're doing. Yep. So that's what I wanted to explore. And I think a lot of what we will be going through in the coming weeks, months, and however long this goes for, is regarding conflict. Because from what I can see, that seems to be the thing that most people are struggling with. So true. Let's face it. When you're not having conflict, everything's floating along. It's all pretty good. Mm. Conflict is is the big issue. Something that I want to um, float uh, about the show too Mm -hmm. is that a lot of people are saying, oh, is it a dating show? Oh, no, 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 no. This is, I mean, relationships, this to me anyway, mm-hmm. I mean, look, whether you're in one, you want to be in one, uh, your work relationships, you know, these these are Absolutely. really good tools for life. Right? Absolutely. This is not all about just, you know, finding someone to date. Um, yep. You could have been married, you know, 25 years. Mm-hmm. There's good advice in here. Okay? Absolutely. We can, the moment we stop learning, you know, throw some dirt on the top. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And what you just touched on is true. Even though this is about our intimate relationships, the way I view it, if you can nail your 
intimate relationships and get that flowing effectively, yep. that spreads out a ripple effect to all of your relationships. Oh, so your friendships become better, your work relationships become better, your ch- uh, relationships with your children become better. So that sort of thing, sure. if, if you make your intimate relationship as good as possible, mm-hmm. it can't help but improve the rest of it. The flow and effect. Simple Absolutely. Yep. Love yeah. it. Love so, it. All and right. that's certainly true with my experience. Cool. And and one thing I'll give you total credit for too is you, you own your mistakes. I think so many Oh yeah. Yeah, look, in this space, the old uh, you know, the relationship space and anything psychology, I often find people almost talking down to you like, Oh, you know, you know I've never I've never screwed up and whatever. Oh, come on. Yeah. Now if you've met any psychologists, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm telling you right now, there's a there's a <laughs> bag of, you know, Pointy sharp things. Um, <laughs> so I cleaned it up as much as That's I could. That's nice, nice. Yeah, look, honestly, and I'm not having a go at psychologists. I've got several psychs who are actually mates of mine, and mm. they're great people. But let's be honest, most of them got into the game to kind of understand their own problems, right? Mm. Mm. So it's important to come in and go, look, uh, you know, kind of the M&M style, you know, come in, you know, I've done this, I've done that, yep, but I've learnt from it. And yep. You know, you're going forward in life with that knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. And that's probably one of the keystone understandings of a relationship. And sure. I say this, and some people look at me a bit weird when I say it, <laughs> but relationships are all about you. Yeah, see, I do look at you weird when you say that. Yeah. Because it's not a natural thing to think. No, but see, a lot of the stuff I've realised mm. and what I coach people on flips a lot of stuff on its head. Of course it does. So people are just like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, well, look at the way we've been doing it. Yep. Obviously not working. Spot high on. divorce rate, yeah. high domestic violence, high levels of conflict. Um, people who are whose parents are estranged, they mm. can't even talk to each other. Oh. So conflict is obviously a big one, mm. and that comes from your ability to not only own your stuff, yep. but to deal with it. Yeah. So that's for me. Relationships are all about you. It's it's you and your crap, and you're dealing with it. Yeah. And if people are getting triggered, that's their stuff, and that's for them to deal with. <laughs> So. But it's true. It is true. Like ultimately, I mean, we all go, it's you, it's you, it's you. We point the finger. Mm. Uh, and actually, my elder son once did this little thing to me. He goes, remember, every time you point your finger at someone, you're pointing three back at yourself. Absolutely. Like, and, oh, look, I'm thinking, how dare he at that age? <laughs> how dare he be so insightful? But it's true. It's Absolutely. True. If you're not looking at what you're doing, if you don't own your, your stuff, mm-hmm. if you don't own it and you don't go, okay, you know what? Yeah, I could have done that a lot better. Yep. If you're not looking to improve, then yeah, you, you're a fool and you're just going to keep recycling the same stuff. So this is brilliant. Looking inward, looking, if you're looking inward, you're looking outward, right? Yeah, and, and that was probably one of my hardest lessons because right. no one wants to own <laughs> no, anything, no, no, especially no. if you've done something particularly nasty. Oh, never. Yeah, no. Exactly. So that's, I mean, I know we explored it on the last show as well, was the how do you deal with someone who can't own their stuff? Well, when you're that person... Mm, mm. You're the one that's insufferable and they people can't put up with you. And yep. So I was certainly in that sort of... In that space of... Yeah, that's yeah. the one. So for me, that was a really hard one. So the old ego fought me really long and hard with that one. It's not a dirty word. Ego. Yeah, exactly. On, I know. We keep coming back to the one. Do. Good old Shell. <laughs> so that one, though, when I accepted that and I went, you know what? I do that. That empowered me because suddenly you can go, you know what? I can own it. I can become better. I can yep. become stronger, more grounded, more confident, more capable, and then you can move forward. Sure. So yep. after that, you start to go, you know what? Mistakes are actually okay. <laughs> 
Oh, look, every mistake you make is is a step closer to getting it right. Well, you'd certainly hope so. You'd... <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, let, let me be optimistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, I'm always a bit of an optimist as well. So anyway, this book that I read mm. um, with Gail is she's looking at when you're faced with conflict or any sort of opportunity to sure. accept a situation, mm-hmm. there's four ways of dealing with it. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go through all four. Right. And each of them on their own, if you do that exclusively, yep. not necessarily a good thing. Okay. All right. Okay. However, like everything that's a spectrum, there's a good side and a bad side. So the bad side is if you rely on that one particular method, Mm. you can get results that are probably not that sort of good for you. And if you use it in the way it's intended, it can be a good thing. Of course. So that's what I want to explore. So the first thing that we do Mm. whenever we have it, and we've probably all experienced this person, the placator. Okay. Now... Please explain. Okay. okay, so we all know what placating is. It's uh, no, yes. it's okay. Calm down, calm down. And no one ever in the history of anything <laughs> ever calmed down when someone said calm down. Oh, look, it's like trying to baptize a cat. It really is. Yeah, so um, that's one that people do. And the reason we tend to do this mm-hmm. is because we're cancelling out ourselves. We don't want to be heard. Right. All right, so we're trying to calm people down. Yep. We're trying to stop them increasing the interaction because we're struggling to deal with it. It's something that we may not have been taught before, we might not have experienced, and therefore we don't feel that we're capable. Okay. So the easiest thing to do is just to try and calm people down and that's, yeah, it's you can understand where they're coming from, mm-hmm. but when that's your only thing and you're never dealing with anything, sure. it's going to keep coming back and biting in the ass. Yep. So that's a, a common one, and we all sort of know that one. And we also know this next one, okay. the blamer. So, oh, hello. <laughs> I know. So this is the person who they're cancelling out the other people. Mm. They don't want to hear their side of it. It's always, oh, sure. it's all your fault. And as you said, you're pointing the finger, there's three pointing back. Damn right. Uh, hard one to learn, but it's a good one. So, uh, again, these people, they can't deal with taking responsibility, and I was good at this one. Okay. okay. So, again, I did this almost exclusively, so mm. therefore not a good result in the end. <laughs> right. Um, and sometimes what that is, you're, you're fearful as well of sometimes if you can own it, then you you might actually get what you want. And some people yeah. are fearful of getting what they want. So true. Mm. So true. Because if you have that fear, you mm. think, all right, if I get it, someone might take it away. Yep. Yep. All right, so you live in this world of push and pull, push and yeah. pull, push and pull. So you you want to deal with it, but you want to blame them because you want them to own their, own their stuff, but you're scared of owning yours because of moving forward and spot then losing on. it. So it's a really horrible spot to be in. And I know that one, like I said, very personally. <laughs> uh, and the next person is the computer. Oh, okay. All right. Just the facts, ma'am? That's the Aye. one. Very there good. Go. So what they do is they cancel out your opinion, your belief, your experiences, yep. and they cancel out their own. Okay. So let's just deal with the facts here. You know, let's, no, let's just step back and calm down and just look at this logically. <laughs> yeah. And the problem is we are emotional creatures. We are. So if you try and take the emotions out, yep. then you're going to be struggling Yeah, well, why are you in a relationship if there's no emotion? Exactly, (laughs) exactly. It's a business deal, right? Yeah. If if that's the case, yeah. And this is, um, I would say, 
mainly the domain of men. It is. Because we're, yep. we're very good at being disowned right. from our emotions. Sure, yeah. yeah. We, we tend to like deal with the logical side of things. Yes. We, we break it down that way. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we shut our emotions down and we can deal just with the facts. Just the facts. And because as a generalisation, women are more in touch with their emotions. Yep. They tend to go. No, I want to deal with the emotions, and we're like, no, well, we've got to deal <laughs> no, with the facts. Right. And not on my watch. So you end up with this impasse where neither sure. of you wants to listen to the other side, yep. and you, can, you can't get anywhere. And that was also a little bit me because okay. I ended up only being able to do basically anger and numbness. Okay. I struggled to do anything. So <laughs> you're right. You're, yeah, yeah. Two shot pony on that one. Okay. That, yeah. <laughs> so dealing with my computer was a big part of my wow. my journey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So That's getting back in touch with my emotions. Yep. And the fourth one mm. is the distractor. The distractor. Yeah. Now. Can I throw this out? Would okay. The term that gets thrown around all the time at the moment. Mm -hmm. Well, there's two, but we'll go with this one. Mm -hmm. Gaslighting. Okay. Yes. Uh, would you consider that falls into that category? Um, or have I completely? It's, missed no, it? no, no. It's a, it's, it's a little bit of all of it because okay, okay. people generally because I have people ask me this one all the time. Why okay. am I getting gaslit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I think I mentioned in the show before, where. We tend to take someone else's issues sure. and we make it ours. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. then we run ourselves around in circles trying to figure it out. Yep. And we're like, what did I do wrong? Did I say something sure. wrong? And we drive ourselves nuts. The problem is people that are gaslighting mm. generally don't know how to deal with that. They don't know how to deal with the confrontation. They can't. Really? communicate it. Okay, okay. So it's easier just to go, you know what, I'll ignore it and hope it goes okay. away. Okay, because I tend to find, and I mean, this has just been my experience, can't mm -hmm. speak for everyone, but people who do gaslight tend to be control-driven. They enjoy the control. So Ooh, That's a small portion of them. Is it? I would say. Oh, gee, I must pick really well. <laughs> <laughs> so those sorts of people, it comes from, well, as you know, anyone that you might not know, Anyone that tries to play those sorts of games yep. where they're in control mm. and all of that sort of thing generally tend to be insecure Spot anyway. On. Spot on. It's like everything they push it onto you, they yep. project it onto you so that you feel insecure and then they can go, see, they're neurotic or whatever, That's therefore right. it's their issue. Oh, I'm fine then because I'm in control. Yes. So again, it's the, is it your problem or mm -hmm. is it theirs? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it fundamentally comes all, all the way back to that no matter what. Mm. Um, but okay, what if you're in a situation where you're in a relationship with someone who has no intention of actually, you know, having some personal growth? Okay, they're they're happy the way they like. Yeah, you know, they are rather they they like it. it's working for them. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it might be destructive to everyone around them, but they don't want to change. Yeah. What do you do? Okay, so before I answer that, I'll do this mm. fourth one. I actually, sorry, yes, I do that. I do that <laughs> actually. Can we talk about that after the break? So we'll do with the fourth one. No, no, we'll do with the no, fourth no. one now. God, is that 15 I minutes know, already? I know, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm just the facts again. Like, that's it. It's that's it. right on the facts. Um, but no, no, we'll talk about the fourth, and then after the break, we'll come back with that other issue. Right? Sounds good. Okay, sounds good to me. All right, let's do it. So, number four. The distractor. Yes. Oh, sorry, no. Details. Yeah, the distractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Give me more just details about the distractor. What, now or after the break? No, no, now. now oh, now, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so the distractor is the person who, again, they might have trouble dealing with the the situation. They sure. might not know how to address the situation, how to resolve it, yep. uh, how to move on from it. Okay. So what they do is when you come up and say, um, look, we need to have a chat about this thing. And they go, oh, is that the time? Remember we were meant to pick oh, up the kids? Oh, right. 
Right. Okay. See, I, I would have called them something else. but <laughs> Yeah, but that's what they do. Here's the situation. Don't yep. want to deal with that. Okay. Oh, look at that shiny thing over there. Let's go and deal with that thing. Absolutely. Brilliant. So okay. they tend to be people who, like I said, they can't deal with it. They don't have the tools. Yep. And they're trying to chop down the tree with a hammer. Gotcha. So that's a, oh, that's the only tool I've got, and I don't like using the hammer. Mm-hmm. So it's easier just to go, oh, look at that shiny yeah. car over there. So, yeah, that's... <laughs> Brilliant. All right, mate, time for a break. Quick little one. We'll be back really soon. I thought, why not? A little work in progress here. It's Edge Radio Australia. It's all about relationships. Fleetwood back here on Edge Radio Australia. We are talking all about relationships. Got Wayne in the hot seat. Is it hot, mate? Okay. It's getting there. Oh, look, we've just proven something just right there. Okay, real men do eat quiche. <laughs> you might want to get some context I might to need that. to. <laughs> well, yeah, get myself. Um, here in the studio, okay, I got in and all that kind of carry on. I haven't had breakfast, so I need the essentials of life. I need coffee, but I needed food. So I look in the freezer here at Edge, and what we've got, mini quiches. So it's like, quickly, quickly, heat these up. And that became my breakfast. And it's, well, 12.24, so it's lunch too. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So we've had our mini quiches. We're in touch with ourselves. <laughs> we are, yeah, in, in a very personal way. Um, it was Lorraine, so that was nice. Nice. <laughs> oh, talk about such rubbish. Mate, let's talk about relationships, because they're pretty serious. Right? Mm, okay. Absolutely. We're, and we want them to be as successful as possible. So uh, we talked about, before the break, what do you do if you've got a, effectively a partner who, uh, well, I'll, I'll kind of, as I say, throw the keys to you on this one, that, that ultimately won't take self-responsibility and won't look at themselves and won't want to improve themselves? Excellent question. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that would have this same question. Yep. Because I've been there and I had that question many years ago. So as I touched on with the last show, mm. the thing that we tend to do is because we're ego-driven and we think the world's always about us, Yep. whenever someone does something, we tend to take it on and make it our problem, Very even true. though it's got nothing to do with us. Yep. So we go, okay, they won't own their stuff. What am I going to do? It's, yeah. And it's like, no, no, it's their issue. If they can't own it, that's their issue. And that's why I gave you the little process on the last show about how to get them to slowly take responsibility. Yeah, okay. Okay. So if you're doing things like that, you ease them into it. And as I said, it's a hard thing to accept responsibility. Oh, no doubt about that. Okay. Especially if you've got no tools of how to deal with what you're suddenly taking responsibility for. And the one thing I touched on using that metaphor of chopping down down the tree with a hammer Mm -hmm. is you do the best you can with the toolbox of tools that you've got. Yeah. So if you want to service a car yep. and the only tool you've got is a hammer, it's not going to run too well yeah. once you're finished. I don't know. I've got a mate who drives a, a Captiva, or as I like to call him, a Craptiva. Yep. And uh, look, I'm telling you right now, uh, he just had $6,000 worth of repairs and it had a lot to do with the fact I think he was servicing it with a hammer. Oh, okay. Uh, please, people, change your oil. Please change your oil. Please change your oil. Oh. <laughs> as a car guy, please change your oil. But, it, but it's... but. I, look, I'm making a joke about the fact that it is the right tools for the job. Now, Absolutely. honestly, if you had the tools, right, just to do an oil change and not be banging the, the thing with a hammer, he wouldn't be up for $6,000 worth of uh, repairs. And, you know, that's that's money, yep. okay? And what's more important than money? Love, right? So if you ca- let's get the right tools to, to nurture your relationship. Absolutely. I'm, I'm pointing the finger out. Yeah, and... That bit of how do you get them to own it, mm. like I said, is it? it's pre-framing by saying, hey, 
you're obviously upset. Yep. How about we deal with this? Yeah. We look for a solution, yes. and then we find out what's going to work better. Okay. In other words, let's find better tools for you. Sure. So okay. the underlying context mm-hmm. is we're dealing with your stuff. Yep. And it's your stuff. Yeah. You know, like we are finding we? a solution. We are going to find better tools. In other words, you're in it whether you yeah. like it or not. <laughs> but, so, I mean, also, okay, if it's a, a we situation, are you – by doing that, is it the old situation of a problem shared is a problem hard because you feel like you're doing it together? Is well, that, when, when you're it? sharing it, it's mm. actually learning what you've contributed and what they've contributed. Okay, okay. So okay. these four styles that – I was going through yep. is how we deal with that situation of what do I own? Yep. What's mine? What's theirs? And how do we find a solution? Okay. All right. So, like I said, there's the placator, the person that's, you know, calm down, calm down. <laughs> the blamer, it's all your fault. Yep. The computer, where, no, let's just look at the facts. <laughs> and the distractor, oh, look at that shiny thing. Now, each of those things on their own mm-hmm. are a good thing because there okay. are times where we need our partner to calm down. Yeah, yeah, So we need to yeah. placate them. Yeah, sure. Because if you're going to scream at me and call me names, yep. it's going to be very hard yeah. to have an adult conversation yeah. with you. Yes, placate them. Don't medicate them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, sometimes that could be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's times where we need to calm them down. Sure. There's times where we need to not blame them, but mm. we need to go, look, this is your shit. This isn't yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, you've got to deal with that. I I did this, but you know, yeah. we've got to push some of that blame or responsibility onto them. Take your own rubbish out. Exactly. Yeah. And there's times where we need to be the computer. We need to take the emotions out just okay. for a while. Mm-hmm. Look at the facts, yep. and then we can deal with the emotions better. Okay. All right. And then the distractor. Every now and I'd say, now's probably not a good time. Mm-hmm. How about we go deal with that shiny thing over there? Yep. Yeah. And then we can come back later. Okay. So using the tools in the right situation sure. is a great thing. Okay, okay. All right, cool. so again, it's going to your toolbox and going, oh, look, I've got the distractor. I might use that at the moment <laughs> because that'll get me the result I need. Yeah. And then later I can later on I can use these other tools okay. to get the result I want. Yeah, okay. So sometimes use those particular, those those situations to, I don't know, delay it to a time that's more appropriate. Is, is that what you, is that something I can take from that? Yeah, well, if you're going to use the distractor, sure. Sure, okay. So every one of them is, it's a tool for the job at hand. Yep. All right. So the way I describe it to clients is, imagine you've got this big tool chest that's, you know, the same height as you and it's got drawer upon, drawer Mm. upon, drawer of tools. I've got one of those. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I feel good about it. (laughs) Bragging rights. (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) So if that toolbox is absolutely chockers with tools to deal with every situation, every interaction, every conflict, all of that, Mm. if you've got that, you're confident within yourself to be able to deal with anything. You can cope with anything, so it reduces your fears, it reduces your concerns. So you can go, ah, there's this situation. I know the tool for that. And you open it up and you pull it out and then you're off and running. So it's that same sort of situation. It's a, oh, I need to use the blamer at the moment. So you pull the blamer out and you use it and you get the result you want and then you can put it back. So those four things, when I learned them, were really good for me, especially because I was predominantly the blamer and secondary, I was the computer. Right. So, lovely combination. Exactly. So <laughs> when I read this book of Gales, it was something I was like, oh, yeah, right, okay, that makes sense. It's going to be difficult because yeah. I've got to take responsibility and own stuff. That's the heart, the bit that's going to damage my – not damage my ego. It's going to challenge my ego. Of course it is. So those sorts of things, it was 
that was certainly a stretch for me. Okay. It was a stretch that was worth doing because at the end of it, I was so much more capable of dealing with conflict. And I did lots of exploration. I've yep. come up with my own process of dealing with it. Yep. Uh, so therefore, any conflict I have is generally about two or three minutes long, doesn't okay. involve any yelling or screaming and... Yeah. Oh, because no one wants yelling or screaming. No. You know, you know I, I do chuck a tanty occasionally. Uh, you know, I have yeah, those yeah. kind of moments where, but it's just, what do you achieve? What the hell are you achieving? Well, sometimes it's fun, but the other person's got to know that you're just chucking a tanty oh, for fun. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Because I'd one a while ago, mm. oh, it's probably about a year ago now, mm. I was driving with the wife. Right. So I'm driving, she's in the passenger seat. Sure. And someone cut me off, just driving like an expletive. Yeah. <laughs> And so, well, it's Perth. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's on the road. They're all like that. And I so I let loose with a, oh, yeah. And she's like, you done? Yeah. And I'm like, no, actually, I, I want to sit with my anger. I want to be sure. angry for a while. Right. So I sat there and said, all tensed up and I could feel the energy in my body getting heavier and heavier. And, yeah. and I was just muttering to myself for two or three minutes and then I went, yeah, it's about as long as I want to do that for, right. and I was all right. So is there a difference in me, say, because I go home and then mount cannons to the front of my vehicle for next time? Is that is that okay? Is that healthy? It's, it's probably not a good oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. But at the end of the day, you've <laughs> got to ask yourself, is that getting me the result I oh, want? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So for me, it was either have that little moment mm. of sitting in my anger and going, rah, 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 yep. and then letting it go. Or I could suppress it, yep. push it down, and have it eating away at me for the next hour. Well, so I, it was easier just to use that as a tool yep, yep. and go, yep, job done, put it back. Well, interesting, because I was, you know, look, I was being silly before, but the reality is, okay, guys, generally speaking, men are results-driven, okay? We like yes. we like a result, yes. okay? And sometimes just like losing your shit for a couple of minutes or, you know, 30 seconds or whatever. Yep. It gets that anger out, okay, and there's your result, okay? Back to happy land. Get yes, on with what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah? Rather than if you – because, okay, people who internalise things, you know, tend to, to you know, become like the movie Falling Down. You know, they just – Good they, movie. Yeah, oh, great movie. But they internalise it and it builds up and up and up and up and that little bit of tension becomes that, that straw that it's breaks – It's a trigger point. Back. Exactly yep. right. Something small happens and they go absolutely crazy. Exactly. Isn't it better to get those – Emotions out when they're small. And Absolutely. So again, going back to how conflict is a big mm. part, mm -hmm. what I've realised is we don't get taught about accessing our emotions, no. understanding them, how to yep. deal with the anger. So therefore, it's always a hot potato. You know, we're mm. like, oh, what do I do with this thing? And we're tossing it around and <laughs> yep. we're screaming and yelling and carrying on because, because it's hot. Yep. And everyone around us is just like, what the, what, what? And they're all in tender hooks going, what the hell's going on? So... Expressing your anger is a good thing. Of course it is. I think so. The one thing you have to do is make sure the person you're with mm. is aware that it's more than likely not regarding them. Sure. So yeah. you could be angry at something the boss did at work, yep. but if you're taking it out on your wife when you get home or your husband, yep. that's not a good thing. No, that's not cool at all. Absolutely not. And I think that, uh, but if they're, if the person in your life is aware of your process, right? Yes. If they're aware that you need to vent or you need to do whatever, look, you know, some people might go and, you know, I don't know, go and talk to a friend for two hours or, you know, go mm. to, a, to a psychologist or a counsellor or whatever. Other people just, you know, might go out and, and, and punch a, a 
punching bag, mm. okay, or, or bang a golf ball around. Yep. Everybody's got something yes. that they need that release, and uh, you know, and it could be just chucking a wobbly in your car. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So if the person, like you said, is aware that mm. you're doing it, and you yep. pre-framed them and gone, look, every now and then I'm going to lose my shit. Yep. Remember, it's not about you. Not I just need you. to vent. I need to mm. get it out. So just ignore me for a few minutes. Yep. And then we're all good. Nice. So nice. as long as like they're that. aware and they go, oh, there you go, he's going off again. And then, or she's going yeah. off again. Then it's a lot easier to deal with. They don't make it about them. Then it's not a, oh, what do you mean by that? And so I wasn't talking yeah, about exactly you. Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. avoid all those sort of conflicts. Oh, I really like that. I think that's, do you know what? That's something everybody should sit down and say, hey, <laughs> yeah, I love you. But guess what? Every so often, I'm going to chuck a wobbly in the car yep. because someone's going to cut me off. It's not about you. Okay. Yep. Um, because so many, we are, let's face it generally speaking, quite selfish people. Yes. So while you're having that moment, uh, your your partner on the other side is going, ooh, is it about me? You know, like, no. Which they will. Yeah, but it's not. Right? Yes. Well, yeah, nine times out of ten. So, yeah. yeah. If you preset the, you know, we said about this last week, you get yourself a safe word. <laughs> exactly, um, yeah. exactly. If everyone's aware that this is, uh, you know, a bit of vent, Get it out of the way. Move on. Yeah, yeah, and everyone likes a bit of a whinge and a moan. Oh, damn right. As yeah. long as you're not doing it two hours straight, you know. It's a friend <laughs> it's of mine, when she gets together with friends, it's like, right, you've got five minutes to whinge, literally to the second. <laughs> it's like, right? go. Oh. You get to the end of five minutes, all right, that's it. That's it. No more whinging. Okay. Right, next. Oh, can you leave my first wife out of this? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> She's still getting around doing that. That's it. Oh, dear. But that is a good thing because it conditions people not to get bogged down in it. Mm. Because we all have challenges, and the worst thing is you get bogged down only because, again, you don't have the tools, the tools yep. to deal with what you're dealing with. I think that's absolutely brilliant because I think that, you know, this is twofold on this. As I say, and I'll reiterate, one, you're releasing that pressure, okay? The, yep. yeah, simple as that. And from a personal standpoint, I think that's really important. But it's also important that the other person knows, understands your parameters and understands it's not about them, all right? So, you know, can be supportive rather than be on the back foot because if they think it's about them, of course, they are on the back foot. And there's and they're in their mind they're coming up with an answer yep. yada yada. Yep. If they just go, oh yeah, yeah, Aaron's at it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I think it's a that's a much more positive way to move forward for any relationship. Yes, absolutely. Um, I've got a and and again, this is not just about personal relationships as far as uh, you know your close stuff. Well, I suppose this is close. I've got a, a very close mate um, who <laughs> literally. Uh, just we we have an argument every so often, right? And he just go, oh, it's just Aaron doing his thing, um, and we just basically, you know, the next day we just go on like it didn't happen, not mm. because it's like this avoidance thing. He completely understands. I think he does the same thing actually. Um, he understands that you know, okay, Aaron's got to get off his chest. Boom, done. Okay, and we just get on with life, right? Yep. And I think that works really, really well. And that's that's a a, a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that it's brilliant because that friend allows me to vent. Yep. But we don't go, oh, it's all about me, yada, 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 yada. We just get on with it. Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I think we should do that with more of our friendships. Absolutely. and yeah. But that comes from like a relationship. You're having very clear boundaries, yes. very clear understandings. Spot on. There's no miscommunication of, oh, did, is this what they meant by that? It's like, a, no, I know who is who they are you know, what their characteristics are and their behaviours, etc. Therefore, I know how they're going to react. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, um, I mean, I look at my, my personal relationships with, with other people and, and who I am, and I mean, I think about this radio station for sake, I'm very particular, I like things, I'm very fussy about the way things get mm. done, I want everything done right. Yes. And that must become a bit irritating occasionally. And I'm really very, very lucky that 
um, well, I'm lucky. It's twofold. I'm lucky I've got people around me who understand that and that they, um, you know, uh, uh, oh, how would I explain it best? Um, I, I think it, it's brilliant that they understand and they do their best to sort of go along with that kind of thing. But at the same time, they also take it with a grain of salt. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no worries. We'll get it done. Uh, you know, Mr. Fussy over there can, you know, he can he can do his thing. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, I'm explaining it really badly. No, um, no, I know where you're heading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what you're talking about there applies to relationships and everything. Yep. If your radio station is number one on your value list, yep. it's the thing that's most important, yet it's number 27 on someone Spot else's on. list, yep. they're going to go, what's your problem? Yeah. So you've got to understand people's values as absolutely, well. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, with that, time for a break, my friend. Okay. Oh. And we're going to go with a song that I think really goes well with what we've just been talking about. <laughs> it's Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Oh, if I had a dollar for everyone who's lost my number, <laughs> it's Edge Radio Australia, 12 to 1. And uh, you look happy Easter, everyone. I hope you're um, yeah, full of uh, you know godly feelings and lots of chocolate. Almost that's in a couple of days' time, and uh, we'll be revisiting you on Easter Sunday as well. So I hope everyone enjoys that. I've got Wayne here. We're doing the all, all about relationships, and uh, my God, we've thrown some some doozies at you today. We have. Mm, all right, do's again. Okay, <laughs> so there's a couple of things I want to make people aware of. Mm. Every time I'm talking about anything on on, on this show, sure. at no point am I trying to make people feel bad about where they're at. Because Great every, advice, everyone operates at their level of ability. Sure. So like I said, if you've got poor tools, and I yep. know I've been there, if you're using poor tools and you're getting a poor relationship or a poor result, I should say, you're going to keep using that until you learn better tools. Spot on. Yep. So if I talk about something that gives you an opportunity to use a better tool... Try it out. Why not? See if it works. If you get a better result, use that tool. What? Like, why not use them? Like, seriously, if things are laid out in front of you, give it a go. Try <clears> things. <throat> you know, you, you're you not going to achieve anything different if you don't do anything different, right? True. Try these tools. True. Yeah. So, a lot of the time, people, when they're using these tools, mm. they will have hesitation, they will have concerns, they'll have fears, because they're not sure of what's on the other side. Okay. All right. Right. So they're like, will this really work or will mm. it make it worse? Really? People think that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that's yeah. why sometimes I'll teach people something yep. and they won't use it. And okay. then I'll be like, what are you doing? Use it. I mean, I've used it. I, it obviously works. I've taught it to lots of people. It obviously works. Yep. Just use it. Have faith in me. So a lot of the times, try it. Mm. You get the better result. Keep using it until you get a better tool again. Okay. So that's why I was going through these things today. Yep. So if you're currently using one of these four. Sure. Don't beat yourself up and go, oh, I'm a blamer. Go, okay, okay. I recognize yeah. that now. Yeah. I can work on that, get better tools, get a better result until I get better tools even that are even better again. Yeah, wait for the uh, software update. Exactly, version <laughs> two. So that way, you're always improving and sure. you know you can improve. Yeah. 
All right. Yep. So I look back on my journey and where I was, and I'm like, wow, I've really come a great distance. And you should like stop and celebrate that occasionally, and allow Damn yourself straight. allow yourself to celebrate that, and allow yourself to feel good about you for yes. achieving something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we don't do that often no. enough. We go, look, I'm I'm stuck here, and mm. I, I can be way over there. No, no, no. Look how far you've come. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, then you'll be gentler with yourself, and you know you can move forward a lot easier. So. Agreed. Now, and the other thing as well, and this baffles me, and we were talking about it during the break, and mm. it's one thing that seems to be a bit of an anomaly. There are people mm. who, in spite of making progress, will self-sabotage and pull things back. Yeah. So they might have shitty relationships, yep. and then they meet someone who's a big step up, Yeah. and then there's a part of them that thinks, I don't deserve this, I'm not worthy of this, oh. and they shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, I see it so often. Like, so often. it's it's frustrating. Yeah. I, I'm going to pull a gender card too on this one. I see. I'm sorry to say this, but in a lot of my female friends, I see this. You know, you go through and they they have meet these dirt bags and all kind of care, and they meet some really top bloke, and they go, "Yeah, no, I've got to ruin this. Right? Yeah, I've got to go back to what I deserve." Well, hey, maybe you deserve awesome, right? Well, we all deserve awesome. Mm. Sometimes we're not sure of how to get there. Okay. Okay. But, so, uh, but, uh, but answer me this. Okay. A lot of people might, we might deserve that awesome. Mm -hmm. But okay. Why do so many people feel that they are not deserving of it? Oh, you're opening up that psychological can of worms <laughs> yes, again. Yes, I do that. So uh, this is another one we can explore in depth on a show. Sure. A lot of that comes from what was given to us yep. belief wise when sure. we were kids. Of course. So if we have. Adults around us, so parents, teachers, and that sort of thing, that are telling us, oh, you're rubbish, you're stupid, you're hopeless. Yep. We are going to tend to believe that. Right. And that okay. will be the underlying structure for mm. a lot of our behaviors, our habits, our reactions, and all of that sort of thing. Gotcha. So that's where we can end up moving into the better relationship. Mm. I have the opportunity, because if you find a partner that's a higher quality, yep. that's an opportunity for you to go, you know what? I better lift my game. It's an opportunity, exactly. That yeah. word is perfect for it. So if you take that opportunity mm. and become that better version of you, you yep. become more confident, more capable, more sure. grounded, stronger, um, more motivated, and that is a great thing. Okay. I like that. Because like being that. congruent with yourself mm. is such a wonderful feeling. So true. I look I um I work on a little theory, uh, I'm obviously I'm in very I'm in a happy relationship, simple as that. So mm. but when I've been single I've worked on the principle of, like, okay, people go see this beautiful girl at the other side of the bar, mm -hmm. for argument's sake, and people go, oh, look at her, look at her, you know, and, and people don't want to go and talk to her, okay? Yes. Um, and I, my attitude is nobody ever spontaneously combusted because a girl said no. I will walk over to that girl and I will talk to her. I will, as simple as that. I, I don't have that issue, right? Mm -hmm. um, because, hey, she she could be just so damn gorgeous and everyone's frightened of her, Absolutely, right? okay? absolutely. Um, yeah, she also could be absolutely gorgeous on the inside oh, it's on the outside and be absolutely ugly to the bone oh so true yeah but if you don't take that opportunity to walk over and say hello or, or you know i don't normally say hello i say something you know smart ass but um but if you don't take that opportunity if you don't try you'll never know and i think that so many people just go oh out of my leg out of my leg out of my leg well you know what no one is out of your leg you, you if you meet them and you have that chemistry if there's a spark you know start a fire Absolutely. And that is one of the things, and again, we could make a whole show about this one, <laughs> the old approaching thing. Mm. 
All yep. right. That yep. used to debilitate me. I used to be terrified of women, oh. couldn't have a conversation, was scared of looking stupid. Really? And then, oh, yeah, mm. absolutely. No one ever believes me when I tell them I'm shy. <laughs> and so when I went out to look for a partner who was like going to be my next one forever and ever yep. and ever, for real, for not, real. you know, I yeah. think it's going to work. No more practice runs. Exactly. That was a case of talking to over 170 women in seven weeks. <laughs> Okay. All right. Wow. Because I had to get past this mm. fear. Sure. But the good thing is, pushing myself past that, mm-hmm. I became a better version of me. Yeah, I love that. I became more authentic, more mm-hmm. congruent. I became more confident, more capable. And I was able to say, you know what? I can lift my value as a partner. Sure. So the woman that I eventually get with will go, I've got a good one. And she does. So therefore, it's, you know, that, we're all happy. That's massively important. Hey, you got a workshop on, okay? I do. Um, Next weekend. Okay. I want to talk about this workshop. Tell me more. Okay. If, okay. I'm not I'm not going along, but if I was, okay. <laughs> well, well, this is the thing. See, a yeah. lot of people have asked me, do you have to be single to come to it? No, okay. And it's like, no, you don't. You can be a couple. Okay. So what you're basically doing is mm. you're using the information I give sure. and you're recreating your relationship. Oh. So you go, okay, so when we were dating, oh, we could have done this. We yep. could have found out this about each other. Sure. And we could have dealt with this. And So it's learning that path from where you're single sure. on your own and going, well, why can't I find anyone? Yep. All the way through to having a high-quality relationship to be able to deal with conflict effectively, to build connection yep. and intimacy and just become the greatest team ever. Okay, team. There you go. There's the word, right? So, okay, yeah. so you can do it as a couple. Absolutely. Ah, Absolutely. Right. And this yeah. is next weekend. Yes, yeah, so the 15th and 16th of April. All right. So, without telling too many of the, because, you know, we don't want to ruin it. Come on. But, okay, can you give us a couple of little things, a little bits of insight? A couple of little. Come on. Okay. A bit of a witness so, sampler. All right. So, if I gave an overview of it. Sure. That'll right. work. So, the, I realized that there's nine stages to the journey. So, remember in the first show, I spoke about the five stages of a relationship? Sure do. Okay. So, this is her. Um, Jeez, I've forgotten her name. Anyway, the five stages that she came up with mm. fit in the middle of my system, but okay. I've moved them around a little bit. Okay. All right. But basically, it starts off with looking at psychology, sure. why we do certain things, where mm. our beliefs come from, all of this stuff, self-sabotage, limiting beliefs, all of this stuff, looking at that at the beginning so we make sense of ourselves Absolutely. and others. Okay. All right. Then it's looking at your own value, what you bring to a relationship, what yep. makes you an awesome partner for the right person because all of us are capable of that. Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty awesome to start yeah, with. Yeah, really, <laughs> <laughs> Even if we say so ourselves. Oh, you know what? It's important to do your own advertising. <laughs> Damn straight. And then the next one is understanding who you need to be with and why. Okay. Because that's the thing. We A lot of us look at what we want in a partner Yeah. and we don't look at what we need in that a partner. And there's a big true. difference. That's very true. Big difference. I like that. So it's looking at that. Then it's also working out how to filter them. So if you're okay. in like a crowd of a thousand potential partners, mm-hmm. you can go around and very quickly work out who's a fit for you and who's not. So it's talk to this person for five minutes. No, they're not a fit. Next yep. one, five minutes. Instead of talking for two, three this hours. This is why the speed dating is so good. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I've got to admit, like it's just you're not wasting your time. Yeah, but again, a lot of people don't ask the right questions. So they don't true. filter people out. Yep. So what I do is I get people to find out what their relationship values are and all of this sort of thing and then we create questions okay. to filter people out okay so you're just focusing on the quality ones yep uh, then it's where to find them how to move them into a quality relationship and then how to build 
that connection, the intimacy and everything like that. See, look at this. This is sounds like something worth doing. Now, how absolutely? How can I get in touch with you? I could just lean over the desk, <laughs> but how can other people do that? Get in touch and uh, be part of this. Okay, so the easiest way, because mm. obviously there's multiple paths to Rome. Sure. The easiest one is to go to my website www.life-on-track.com. Okay. And a little bit down on my page, it's got a lovely little part there just for our listeners. Okay. Where it says, if you're listening to my show on Edge Radio Australia, yep. <laughs> um, click here, yep. go to the checkout, and because you're awesome and you listen to this awesome segment, yes. type in the word awake at checkout and you get a 50% discount. Not Whoa, 50%? Oh, hey, these yeah. people deserve it. They're yeah. awesome for listening to you're me. You're not messing around, man. No. Hello. This, no. this, is not, this is not 5% at Aldi. Come on. This Damn is exciting straight. stuff. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely brilliant, mate. Um, thank you very much for coming in today, as Welcome. I say, for a, uh, for our Good Friday show. And uh, we, as I say, we'll replay the uh, the show on Sunday for everyone for, for Easter. Have a wonderful Easter. Spend it with the, the people you love. And if you're not with the people you love, spend a little time thinking about them. That'll be wonderful. And uh, we will see you next week. We'll be back on next Thursday at yes. 6 p.m. for All About Relationships on Edge Radio Australia. I've heard people say that too much of anything is good for you, baby.